1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This was, we, we had, I went through seven condoms that night.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. oh, wow.
1: Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm Karen Lee Potter. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert, Cougar Mother.
2: And her stand-up comic son, Cam.
1: And oh boy, oh boy.
2: <laughs> this I've been waiting for this episode, and it is finally here. This is
1: this is the best that I've got.
2: <laughs> you know, if you ever want to share stories about one night stands. And Cam can always be the
1: topper, and apparently this is this is the topper. I can't believe we got her on the show to do this. I mean, I can't believe because she's so chill. But this okay for our listeners. This is pretty much the. (laughs) I don't want you to to do any spoilers. I'm not going to do any spoilers. Too good. I I will just say I had sex with a woman in college. Many times. Well, okay. I wouldn't say many times. Okay. All right. Never mind. All right. He had sex with a woman in college. And this is basically our follow-up discussion. And he
2: got her on the podcast and this is a great discussion. It and is It is <laughs> so epic. You guys are going to have to like pull over to the side of the road when you're listening to this. So working out and sit down and just have a good laugh.
1: And it kind of, I didn't expect it to go in the conversation to go in places that it did. Like yeah. we, the first half, we tell the story of what occurred between us on this very special night. Uh, but then afterwards, it really went into a discussion about, uh, you know, sexual experimentation and dominance and submissive. And it really, what <laughs> it's lead, like. Who leads who. What it's like to have sex in college and how much misinformation there is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got out of it. So without.
2: Blowing any other surprises this episode is for anyone who really wants to learn a little bit more about sex sex one (laughs) night stands stands. communication
1: yeah all kinds of uh, and consequences of um sex (laughs) that's it don't say a word don't say a word and i would say college college sex college sex yes so without further ado without further ado
2: let me tell you one more, more thing here uh, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the funny story you're about to hear. <laughs> okay.
1: Talk to you soon. Stay tuned. Okay, let's do this thing. Let's do it. I'm, I'm very excited for this episode. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> this is now, this will be the fourth time we actually have like a real prolonged conversation.
2: In, ever in existence in yes, your life? Yes, ever oh, in existence.
1: God. Do you agree with that?
2: Yes. Be- okay. Yeah, that's
1: pretty amazing.
2: So, so <laughs> wait, how did you guys meet? Did you meet in
1: school? Yes, we were both at Stanford. We did. And uh, I guess we'll just launch into the story. let Oh, I, I'll I'll preface oh, this cool. by I saying I, pre- I preface this by saying no, no 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 never mind let's launch in okay <laughs> okay <Can> you two goes <laughs> first. Something? He's a little hopped up on Diet Coke. Yes, I am. Nice. Um, So we had a big party at the end of winter quarter. So like midway through the year uh, at my house, which is like a big 40-person house. And uh, I was... was
2: Freshman year? What year? Senior
1: year. Okay. For both of you? Oh, Karen, you don't know this
2: story. I just... You know what? I'm trying to... (laughs) <laughs> no. help, help our listeners understand the dynamics Yes, I'm Got very it. well sure, Trust me,
1: I'm Wait, part of the story I don't know if you know all the details <laughs> with, with regard to this story, mom I,
2: I may not know all the details But I know the essential aspects So let's continue I just want to make sure that everybody listening Understands like the age and what year it is And all that kind of stuff
1: Okay, so it's senior year At Stanford We're 22 years old We've never met before I'm I'm living in a a forty-person house, and we're doing like this end-of-quarter party. It's like a blowout, so everyone is getting really drunk, and there's you know it's a big banquet-type thing. Everyone's dressed up in costumes, and it's like I would say it's like ten thirty or eleven o'clock. And people are filtering in and out of the, the house, so people that are not guests to the house... What what weird costume were you? I was... Uh, <laughs> the the theme of the night was like a prom, and so I think I was... I played the prom king or something, so I was like in a suit jacket, and like I think I looked pretty outlandish. I see Amanda. <laughs> she's a very attractive girl, and my friend was just it's lamenting here. about how he hasn't hooked up with someone in a long time, and I'm like, I, I gotta help this guy out. Even though... To be quite frank, it was probably just because I was too scared to approach her uh, with my own intentions of getting to so, know her better. Anyway,
2: so you, so you thought she was attractive, but instead of like trying to hit on yourself, you're too chicken, and you <laughs> you basically decided to hit on her for your friend. Precisely. Okay.
1: So that, that always works. <laughs> so I went up to Amanda, and my my friend, my my best friend, uh, who, who I was trying to help out, happens to look like Michael Sarah. So okay. I went up to Amanda and I said, Amanda, do you uh do, what what do you think of my, my friend Michael Sarah over said, there?
0: You said Michael Sarah thinks you're cute. I oh. said, Oh, you remember this. And this... I said, I think you're cute. Yes. Ooh, and... Good going. I so like I that. was feeling I was feeling especially bold. I was like, I yeah, it was senior year. I had just like turned in my thesis. Um, I had just broken up with a boyfriend, a long distance boyfriend of two and a half years. And I called up my girlfriend and I was like, I want to get drunk and I want to go dance. And Perfect. so that's kind of like the mind
2: space that I was in. I was <laughs> awesome. just And Christy. when you saw Cam, when you saw Cam, were you like attracted to him at the time? Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. And
0: I remember we had had some interactions throughout the night and I was like, oh, that guy's cute. And I'm suddenly single.
1: So, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So i I just said, I look at you and I said, "Game changer." <laughs> <laughs> and I like <laughs> left and went back to my friend Michael, Sarah, and I told him like, "Okay, I'm really sorry, man. I was trying to help you out, but she's interested in me. Is it cool if we like? I like pursue her and see what this goes." And he was like, "Yeah, I was too scared to say anything in the first place." So, <laughs>
2: so then let's see boys. Yeah.
1: So Amanda and I started <laughs> hanging out we, at, that night we, st- we were talking and it, it was like, I thought it was very, oh, it was very clear that we both wanted to hook up with each other. What, what was your, was that, a, was that correct?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yes, for sure. So then somehow it over like the next, like, it seemed very quick in my mind. We just kind of segued into my bedroom, which was up the stairs. And this yes, is very true. unprecedented for me In fact, <laughs> to this day, it's it has, it's my only one night stand So,
2: Oh my gosh it, All right, it, Well, you kind of blew the punchline there Obviously, we found out what happened No,
1: no, well, so that's not even close to the punchline That's not the punchline <laughs> That is not the punchline <laughs> whatsoever So we start hooking up And it's, I, I was very much enjoying it Especially because I had not had a lot of sex up until that point. I had like one prior sex. I had two prior sexual partners in the the history of my life prior to this point, point. and uh, oh, wow. yeah, it was. And that that yeah. wasn't
2: the same with you, Amanda. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, I mean, I I not the cougar.
2: Amanda was a cougar in this aspect. My my definition of cougar. Right. <laughs> so your definition of. Cougar. Yeah, my, my definition is that confident or older, meaning more experienced woman. So I like it.
1: Although she, we were the same age, but she was definitely more experienced because I had pretty much no experience. Um, so so, <laughs> so,
2: so well, can I just get a little idea of what was going on during this hookup? Who, who was initiating all the movements? Was it you, Cam, or was it you, Amanda?
0: I think after what I had said, it was pretty obvious that we both wanted to head the direction of the bedroom and like go that way. So I think it
2: was like team effort. It was not team effort. No, I mean when you guys were hooking up, right? Here? Who was leading the way? Was Cam leading the way or are you leading the way? That's what I was curious about. Oh God, I don't remember that. Okay, so trust me, Cam. Does.
1: I don't remember that kind of detail. <laughs> I, I I do because this was a very memorable experience for me. <laughs> So so you said something that was like very provocative when I when we first started hooking up, which is like this night is for you. And I was like, Oh my god, this is wild. And (laughs) (laughs) you're surprised by that line?
0: (laughs) I'm yeah, I am. Well we'll put whatever. That's a good one. That's
2: a good
1: one. And so I will. I guess it was I was like, okay, this is this is a cool experience. And then we proceeded to have sex many times. To- well, at the time and still, I have this propensity to come very quickly, but then like get hard again very quickly and just continue going. And this was kind of my first foray into doing that <laughs> a lot.
2: <laughs>
1: so you were like the little energizer bunny.
0: That is. So that is. One, one thing I know about you from listening to the one episode of this podcast that i listened to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, you, so when you were listening to the podcast, you were recalling that was what it was similar
1: to. Like, oh, yeah, right. That makes sense. I mean, it, and it was it was kind of crazy because I never really experienced or experimented with that. Like, this was, we we had, I went through seven condoms that night.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh wow. Which oh, is like
1: weird. a lot I did not realize it was a lot. That's that's not normal and I didn't know at the time that wasn't normal. Oh, and it came
2: seven times in a night? Yeah. I
1: think by the <laughs> end I was <laughs> like just <laughs> there was like nothing coming out. It was just like dry <laughs> bullets or whatever the hell was going on. <laughs> um but I it was a it was a it was a very phenomenal experience for me. I don't know for you. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Do you, I mean, is this, was this like one of many nights for you doing this or was this like an anomaly?
0: No. So I had, I had been in a relationship for two and a half years and I was, you know, it was monogamous. Um, He was in another country. And so I like really had been sticking with that and not hooking up with people. But like, I definitely, I've, I would say, especially for Stanford kids, I started young. Like I grew up in a college town um, with a huge party school in the town, and my braces came off in middle school. <laughs> or no, my braces—I had braces on in middle school. I had only like one friend while I had braces. It's then so my funny. braces came it's off. How, from how from, funny like, how braces. braces. So braces can really yeah, change everything. Yeah, yeah, you get too exactly. much. More At the freshman in high school, yeah, freshman in high school, braces off, like suddenly pretty, and and there were like a lot of parties to go to and older guys to hang out with and stuff. So I I would say I started m- much younger than most most Stanford kids, and that's something that I realized when I
2: got to Stanford. Uh, Something yes. that to be aware of in this conversation, then. Yeah, yeah and
1: by the time I got to Stanford, I had never drunk. I, I drank like one time this summer before <laughs> freshman year of college. Oh, no. So, and I think with drinking comes hooking up and stuff like that. So I didn't have any of that sh- experience. I had Especially like Especially as like
2: a yeah Yeah. Did you still have your braces?
1: I, I also got my braces <laughs> off freshman year of high school, but that didn't seem to make a change in, in terms of how <laughs> promiscuous I was.
2: Now, did you have an older sibling, Amanda? Um,
0: I did, brother much older. So he didn't really
2: pave the way. Know, sometimes if you have so older siblings, yeah. you, you know, you grow up with a lot of you know, you, you hear conversations and things like that. So you might be starting early. In Cam's case, that uh, that was not
1: really uh, he has an well, older sister. I had sister, an older <laughs> sister who did not help whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Part of no she, knowledge. She yeah. didn't lead the way. No, she did not at all. Uh, <laughs> she was probably less promiscuous than I was, which was not. Is- so- oh, so,
0: to answer your question, that was, it was not a regular night for me, but I was definitely not. I went into college sort of having had more sex than most people I knew at Stanford.
2: So you yes. were not a virgin. Most- <laughs> you were not a virgin going into college.
1: No. Okay. Nor this experience. <laughs> so, definitely <not. laughs> So anyway, so so we we have sex seven times i in different position in different locations in the room uh i we broke my chair i
0: don't
1: i don't know if you're aware of that uh,
0: oh my god i am not aware of that we
1: broke the armrest off of my chair i just am remembering now and Amanda then you that really, chair to really someone. were out
2: like uh, getting getting the wild going you were taking I a guess walk. so. And that wasn't like what it was like with your last boyfriend, or you know, because was it, or is that similar to what you went through with your last boyfriend?
0: I mean, I don't think we were breaking chairs. We were having fun, <laughs> but <laughs> so
1: it, it was but a, we wild had a lot of
0: steam to blow off.
1: <laughs> and I, as did I. Like I, th- This is like months and months <laughs> since my previous sexual partner, and the, that previous sexual partner was like a longer term relationship and we had sex like two or three times. So this is like a big oh, wow. change for me. Very
2: was a big deal for camp yeah. now, even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I go to the
1: bathroom Uh, After this whole experience, and it's like four in the morning at this point, and I go to pee, and my it Uh it burns like my penis hurts, and I'm like, oh no. I mean, I wonder why. (laughs) Well, so then I look in the mirror, and my my whole the the perimeter of my mouth, all over my mouth, is black, and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> this seems what, like some medieval like disease you're getting.
1: Yeah, and, and <laughs> sounds of, like the bubonic plague uh, hit you. <laughs> be, and of <laughs> course, I don't know anything. I don't know that much about sex or sexually transmitted diseases. So I'm like, how is I? I just got the worst disease of my life in a matter of minutes. <laughs> like, I it's something that's attacking my penis and my mouth and making it black for some reason. Oh no. So I go I go back I go wait, back to the you, room. Wait, hold on.
2: Amanda, did you not notice that his entire mouth was black? Or was it No, dark? I was probably passed out. It was 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> just taking a, a wild ride. I've just <laughs> done a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I am like asleep.
1: So at this point I come back no, in the room. No. I come back in the room, I'm very anxious of because this is a new experience. I got the whole black lip thing going on and my, my penis is burning. <laughs> <laughs> and and I tried to get back in bed with my you, but bed. I'm like, this is I'm not going to sleep a wink here. It, it's a twin size bed, or what's the smallest bed? Is that twin? Yeah, Went extra long is what they have in college. Yeah, <laughs> which, which doesn't really. I'm not going <laughs> to sleep at the foot of the bed. So <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> so my roommate happened to be gone for the weekend, so I just went into his bed and slept there. Did you actually sleep, or no, were you no. were you having major anxiety attack? Uh, probably both. Probably. I can't
2: imagine. I can't imagine you having slept, but then again,
1: you did have sex seven times. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I was in a weird state of mind, and in upon retrospect, I think it's not the kindest thing to have a one night stand with someone or have sex with someone for the first time and then sleep in another bed. Uh, but now,
2: I think Amanda. Amanda, would you say that that you gave a shit? Where I. Playing?
0: I don't think I would have cared. If you had said I won't be able to sleep, I would have been like, cool, but can I sleep?
2: <laughs> as long <laughs> so, as I have so, some So in different. other words, when he went to sleep in the other bed, you didn't give a rat's ass? No, I,
0: I I didn't notice. I didn't remember that. But <laughs> this, as in like, I didn't, I think I was asleep. But it does make sense now why, like in the morning, because I didn't see your black lips and I didn't, you know, I didn't know your <laughs> penis was burning. So in the morning you were a little bit like like you were in the next room studying and I can should I tell you how how I woke up yes
2: yeah, yeah. okay the, so the eyes are like whoa
1: yeah I don't remember studying I can't imagine what I was studying <laughs> I think, at that point you
2: know what he was probably studying his why black lips can
0: occur <laughs> overnight totally you're probably like on webMD so I'm like I wake up and I'm in you know I'm I'm in a room that's really bright. Some dorm room thing, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is that thing that happens in movies when you wake up and you're not sure what who you, like where you are, and you you probably just slept with someone." And I was like, "Okay, oh I've god. seen this in movies. Oh. I can do this." Oh, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, I totally remember. Like I remembered last night,
2: um, oh, oh, and, of breaking chairs." Up the walls and cam coming through seven different condoms it and it's coming back to me. <laughs> coming back to me.
0: And then I'm like, okay, he's not in the room, but he's gonna come <laughs> back. And I don't remember his name right now. Oh I'm, really I'm really and I'm bad like, at crying. I'm really bad. How am I gonna figure out his name? So I'm like looking <laughs> around the walls. And luckily we're in college because um there's a big poster from your improv group that says like welcome cam i was like <laughs> cameron <laughs> perfect great learning from the walls yes yeah, so that's how i woke up and then i'm like okay where is this guy you had you came in mm-hmm. and you were like hey i'm just like in the other room i thought you were studying i remember it you know the story as you having been studying um and i was like okay cool you're like no rush take your time um, and, of course, I, like, want to get out of there right away. It's, like, 10 a.m. It's, like, really bright. Clothes walk from last shame. night. The, the totally. Of I have to figure walk out. of shame. Exactly. I have to figure out the walk of shame. I, like, look at my phone. It's dead. I'm, like, fuck. Out loud, I'm saying, like, fuck, shit, damn it. I'm, like, gr- you know, grabbing clothes. Everything's scattered. I can't even get my friend to pick me up. I'm, like, god damn it. And then I leave the room, and I realized that you were in your roommate's room on, like, the other side of the wall. I thought you were, like, down the hall or something, and I'm, like, <laughs> cursing to myself. I was like, oh, my gosh.
2: Oh, Get my out of here. Have, you don't remember her, like, cursing? Care? No. Oh, he's... <laughs> good. Awesome. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I was pretty embarrassed.
0: And then, yeah, we exchanged numbers, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll see this guy again.
1: Okay, so that's, I remember that as well. Uh, well,
2: can I say yeah. something, Amanda, you are a very chill person. I mean, you didn't seem like at all concerned that you woke up and you didn't even know where you were.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I am pretty chill. <laughs> I'm pretty like mellow, I guess. Um, and I, it, it was actually like something I had seen in many movies. It was weird how <laughs> it came back. It's it, n- like. Everything came back because I had seen it in movies before. Oh, my
1: God. That's not a good thing to learn from movies. Like, what happens when I wake up in a stranger's bed? What do I do? <laughs> and I
2: have no clue what his name is or what the hell happened. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, my... You prayer
0: you're in college and there are posters up. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, we exchange numbers. Um, and then I see your roommate or your friend who I used to live with in a house together. And... Um, she tells me, like, hey, Amanda uh, did break up with her boyfriend, but now she's back together, so, like, I don't think you should try to pursue anything with her if you wanted to.
2: What was that all about?
1: And I was like, I, I wasn't really intending to pursue anything at this point, but it's good to know.
2: Wait, because... why, why would that person have said that? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm Do not sure why it? she said
1: that. Hmm. Um, so Can you tell my... me
0: her name and, like, take it out later? Just I'm
1: just wondering... Uh it was your roommate you don't have to. senior year, <laughs> do you remember your roommate senior year oh. yeah,
2: Jenna?
1: yeah,
0: I don't know you knew Jenna yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. anyway,
0: okay it, <laughs>
2: um so is it really bad to have her name in that big deal but,
1: but I didn't really want to um, <laughs> pursue things at this point um because i I was very a little concerned with what happened that night because. I was trying. disease that I'm carrying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It carrying all kinds of
2: diseases. I, at I that realized. Point. In his
1: mind, you were like the leper. <laughs> I, I asked you in the morning what you were drinking the night before. Because I was like, maybe it's just alcohol. And you were like, yeah, I drank some red wine. So I was like, oh, oh this is why I have the black lips. Oh, the red oh. wine. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. But that didn't explain why my penis felt like it was on fire. So. <laughs> At least you didn't have the bubonic
0: plague. That, that's like a really weird thing to happen from red wine, though. So much that I guess you were freaked out because of the burning penis. And so you were more freaked out about the lips, probably. Yes,
2: yes, yes. It's Cam. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to understand who you're dealing with here. The Not most the children. Just imagine Woody Allen combined okay. with Larry David. If they okay. had a
1: child, it would be Cam. Okay, mother. So... <laughs> So, the the week progresses. I'm looking back on this experience very fondly. However, my penis is getting in worse and worse shape. It's starting to hurt more and more. Oh, no. Midway through the week, I decide to go get checked out to see if something is wrong. And they gave me a UTI test and an STD test. And both came back negative. So, I was like, okay, that's great, but my penis still is on fire. And then more days continued on and now a week has passed. And I remember I was, I was bummer. in, what'd you say? Did anyone bummer. Say? Yeah. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> I know. And I yeah, was like, I'm in. in- <laughs> She's showing compassion towards you. <laughs> Thank you. And, at this point, I can't really stand up for that long of time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the director of my sketch comedy group and I'm directing a show that needs to go up like in a couple weeks. So I'm directing while lying down, Prone, <laughs> flat on the ground. And did you tell everybody oh that God. your penis was burning? I'm sure, yes. Everyone knows that I, I'm very open with my bodily sensations. <laughs> so th- I go to the bathroom at this point.
2: So they're just going ahead with their bet. – they're they're in their sketch comedy group, <laughs> and they're doing their sketches, and you're laying on the ground with a throbbing penis directing, directing yes. them. Yes. Uh, I could just visualize that one.
1: And so <laughs> I go to the bathroom, and <laughs> – this is where it gets graphic, so if your kids are listening, you might not want to. You might want to turn this off. Uh, I pee out blood and oh, discharge. Okay, Ugh, and I not. walk back into the rehearsal and I go, "Okay, uh, someone <laughs> who can take me to the ER right now because I just pissed out blood and discharge." Oh you tell that to how many people were in the sketch comedy group? Uh, this was towards the end of the rehearsal, so there might have been five people around. Oh um god. so two of them took me to the ER or to the to urgent care.
2: All right, that might have been when yeah. I spoke to you, on the way to urgent care. Of course. Care. Yes, that's okay. definitely
1: when okay. I So right. I get to urgent care and they're fucking around. They're not paying attention to my throbbing burning dick. And I'm starting to it, like hours are passing and I'm getting very emotional. And so finally I go, my penis is on fire. I need to see a doctor. <laughs> oh my god. And so the a doctor comes in and she's upset that I'm making a fuss. She's like, you got to chill the fuck out. So she What did starts, you
2: think was happening? Did you think your penis
1: was going to have to be chopped off or something? Or? I didn't know. what I knew something was to, uh, very wrong that needed to be fixed.
2: Was it your penis had or you your balls?
1: Or? I had not called you at all. We had not, not talked. Gone, yeah. yeah, we had not he talked. Called, since he that called
2: night. me several times at night.
1: Of course. <laughs> I'm like, mom, my dick is on fire. What do I do? Uh, so, and you were probably just proud.
2: So, <laughs> I was actually kind of happy
1: <laughs> that meant my son had sex. I was really excited. Uh, so, <laughs> so the doctor comes in. It's a lady doctor, and she is poking and prodding every part of my my penis and balls, and it hurts a lot. And she goes, "You don't have um, a hernia. What you ha- what you have is epididymitis." Which is the inflammation of the epididymis, which is what controls the semen from balls to. Uh, so wait, stalk.
2: okay. Hold on a second. Yes. You thought you might have had um, other other things besides that.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what it was. So she it could have
2: been a coincidence. So, I mean, it was definitely not. Hold on, hold on. One.
1: I hold on, hold on. So she goes, she goes. This, she goes. I'm going to give you another STD test because this is often caused by an STD. And I said, okay. So she gave me the STD test just in case the first one I took was wrong and false. And But she gave me the wrong directions. She gave me the directions to take a UTI test. What? So it, another <laughs> hour Stanford passes. Stanford University? It's an, other, it's an urgent care facility. So another hour passes. She comes back in. She goes, I'm so sorry. I gave you the wrong test. The uh-huh. treatment is the same. But the problem is it can be usually caused by three things, chlamydia, gonorrhea, or trauma. <laughs> she goes, have you done anything to traumatize your balls?
2: Yeah. Hadn't you told her? <laughs> no. You never told her that you had like this wild, crazy night of seven times orgasm and breaking chairs and throwing yourself against the ceiling and walls?
1: Not at all. So I, <laughs> I said, uh, it's probably trauma. I, I uh, had a bad bike accident. <laughs> oh my god and she goes well just to be safe, it is probably trauma but just wait to be why said, did you why didn't you tell her the truth that you had wild crazy sex i didn't feel like sharing that with her who you know who was already very <laughs> upset with me i didn't want to share i don't know this is like the first time i'm in the urgent care center for a sex related issue okay <laughs> So, first and only so far. So I was anyway, say, first
2: of many to come. What do you mean, first <laughs> yeah. time? You, you go in there every yeah.
1: week, traumatized about something. So, so she goes, well, just in case, just to make sure that we're being as safe as possible, you should call. I highly, highly recommend you call your previous sexual partners in the past six months and tell them that they might want to get tested because you have this issue, but likely it was just trauma. And then. She gave me this huge shot in my ass of uh, antibiotics yeah. and put me on pills. And oh then told God. me I had to go buy this like specialty underwear that was going to hold up my balls in a certain <sighs> way. That wow. was really awkward to try on with my friends. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I the first call I make was to the girl I had sex with six months ago. Um, yep. <clears throat> Who I said like, I really hadn't maintained a relationship with her. Yeah, so let, like let
2: to, me hear that. Let me hear that conversation.
1: I basically was, the, was, was like, the... "Hey, you know, Lily, uh, my, uh, I, it's just weird. I, you should you might want to get tested. I, I have this thing, but it's probably not. It might be STD related, but it probably is not because I, I, uh, I. It's often caused by trauma." And she goes. Uh, uh, What were you doing that caused you trauma? <laughs> and again, I said, bad bike accident. Bad. And oh, you went with a bike accident with her too? I still going with a bike accident. And oh then she God. goes, Well, okay, doesn't matter because I was tested recently and I came back completely negative. So oh, thank you for sharing, but unnecessary. So I'm like, Okay, one down. One down. Then I
2: have <laughs> were, to- were you guys using unprotected sex? No, I'm protected no. as
1: fucking all of this.
2: No, I'm talking about you and Lily.
1: Unpro- uh, protected as well. As yeah, still protected. So
2: what, what is everybody getting these STD tests for then?
1: Just in case, Mother, That you should know this. You, oh, check I don't, yourself I don't
2: even out. get why, why, if you use condoms the whole
1: time, why you would need an STD test. You can get STDs in other ways, even if you're using a condom. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so then I decide it's time to call Amanda. We haven't spoken since the night that we had sex. So I called up Amanda. At this point, not sure if she rem- remembers my name. This is oh. like maybe <laughs> a week and a half later, <laughs> and I go, "Hey, um, I could." And maybe this is like um, around seven o'clock p.m. on a Sunday night. Were you, uh, Amanda? Were you like waiting for him to call him to ask you out anyway? <laughs> Did you think he was calling to like to ask you out?
0: Um. No, because it was Sunday at seven o'clock. <laughs> I was eating dinner with my grandmother. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like I was, I was... when I got that call, I was like, uh,
2: something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like so... if we had called you on like a Thursday to ask you
1: out for the weekend, it would have been a different thing. But you're... because it was a Sunday yeah. night, yeah, I get you. So yeah. I start, I just launch into it. And I say, Hey, Amanda, really fun getting to know you. I have have this thing um, that you might want to get checked out for. And then she's like, can I call you back? I'm at dinner in Sonoma with my family. Oh, God. (laughs) So then five minutes later, you immediately call me back. And I explain to you, it's likely nothing. It's likely just trauma. Do Do you remember this?
0: Yep. Yeah, you were like, it could. Small chance it's chlamydia. Probably not. But it's probably from trauma. And I was like, what? (laughs) Trauma. He said trauma to the balls. (laughs) And I was like, excuse me, what? I traumatized your balls? Oh, my
2: God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, You go, did I have anything to do with traumatizing your balls? And I was like, yeah,
2: you did. (laughs) I could have sworn you told me that she bit you. No, you came up with that mother. Oh, okay. I was like, "What kind you, of, you, what kind of girl would bite my son's balls no. and create this whole this?"
1: <laughs> no, for years after Drop this, it. mom kept telling people that my, someone bit my balls and broke her. <laughs> it which broke was it. never true.
2: I'm so glad to finally get the truth. I that. like that story better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and to be fair, I really didn't know. Still, at this point, I think the reason why there was ambiguity was because I didn't know that you just can't have sex seven times in one night without consequence. And so th- I thought maybe, maybe there—I did hit something hard with my penis. or <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it could have been a bike
2: accident, no, after that's... all.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it occurred the next morning. And nothing, it's... nothing, ding dong. Nothing occurred to you that you had this crazy night of sex, and that the the next. That night, even, you said it was burning. It didn't occur to you that, that one had to do with the other?
1: No, not at all. No. I mean,
2: I just knew something
1: <laughs> had gone awry.
2: And- this is why we have this podcast, because seriously, it, it <laughs> will enlighten people that there could be trauma to a dick. Yes, totally.
0: You and have to go through us- every sexual encounter like this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yes. Every
2: time he has sex, he goes <laughs> to the clinic.
1: So Aww. on that same call, you you say, by the way... My friend, my roommate, who you know, gave you false information. I am not back together with my boyfriend. So if you want to hang out again, I'm down. There she goes again. I love very
2: cougar-esque again. I love it. Which I was very flattered. Not the the best timing, though. Not the best timing. (laughs) You you didn't seem all that phased about the fact that you possibly could have an STD.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I would have known that I... I would have gotten tested if I had just ended a relationship.
1: See, mother, everyone gets tested. All our listeners should be getting tested <laughs> regularly. So I would have been. Yeah, I would have known. So uh, I was. I was on the injured list, so I did not take you up on that offer. <laughs> Your injured reserve list. Yeah. yeah, and that was kind of the end of our. That was our. That was the end of our interactions until recently when I reached I out to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I... After that happened and I traumatized your balls, that was, like, always something I was... I was a little traumatized about the fact that I could do that to someone. Oh, yeah. um, And it was... I mean, it's, like, a story I would tell to, like, my closest girlfriends for, like, a really big laugh. <laughs> uh, no one had ever heard of trauma to the balls. Um, and then... A few years later, we had graduated, and um, we were Facebook friends. I don't know when that happened, but we were, or we have been since since we hooked up. Um, and I see on Facebook, Cameron is starting a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom, and he's going to be talking about, like, his... Sexual history and all of this stuff. I was like, no, <laughs> it's the worst news ever. <laughs> so I had kind of um, avoided your podcast, like the plague. Um, and like when friends mentioned that they know you, I'm like, oh, do you ever listen to his podcast? Anything <laughs> about trauma to the balls? No. Okay, cool. Well, no reason. Just wondering. So <laughs> yeah. Then, then then you reached out. And I, I half expected that someday you would. <laughs> um and uh yeah, so that's
1: why I'm here. And it, it was I was happy to reunite with you over the phone. And you said you might be coming down and moving to LA.
0: Yeah, I I was thinking about moving to LA for a while. And it's not out of the picture, but for now I need to be up here for
1: work. So, of course, my mind starts going like, oh, my God, what if this this relationship continues on into the future?
2: I can tell you, you'd have a good time. This, gotta be, it sounds like yeah. it, yeah. You just got to get those, those little uh, uh, underpants going that you have to wear after sex with. <laughs> you have sex with a man, you would put those things on. My pampers. Oh, my God. Your little little pampers better get get it <laughs> like
1: seven seven week supply or something. Oh my god! So it it's kind of it's kind of coincidental because you while you were at Stanford you were very active in like the sexuality. Uh, you were like very involved in that community, the sexuality community. Yeah,
2: the <laughs> sexuality.
1: community. What were you yeah. involved with exactly? So
0: I, so I mentioned that um, in well, I was a. I was pretty involved in the LGBTQ community on campus. Um, and it has to do actually with what I was talking about in high school. So high school, I, you know, partied early on, sort of messed around, did had sex very young for Stan- compared to Stanford people. Um, was, not young was, where I was, came.
2: Was it good sex?
0: No, it, no. When you're 15 and you're like, it's your first time, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, and I had like boyfriend, I, I shouldn't call them stupid. I had boyfriends that were like, not the right guys for me because you're young or whatever. Um, at the end or like middle of high school, I, I started to realize that if I wanted to go to the types of colleges I wanted to go to, I would have to sort of shape up. And so I like, Started studying really, really hard, sort of um, fell out of some social groups I was in or, like, put a pause on them, focused on studying. Um, And during that time, I didn't really have – I was, like, sort of in between friend groups. I wasn't friends with my partying friends, and I wasn't friends with the, like, super smart, nerdy kids either. Um, And I think that time of my life gave me just, like, really interesting perspective. Um, so one of the things I, I had noticed from when I was younger and partying a lot is that the older girls were always mean to us. Like they thought just by that, just by existing at a party, we were being slutty. Um, there was always this like threat of other women's sexualities. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I sort of fall out of that friend group and I can see like women in, or girls, I guess we were still girls, girls my age, starting to do that to younger women. Um, and it was such a bummer. Um, yeah, that's I such an
2: interesting phenomenon. I never thought yeah, about there was there's like, a competitiveness.
0: Totally. And like a lot of slut shaming and, um, you know, Oh, we, they can't wear high heels and they can't do this and they're asking for it and whatever. Yeah. And I I think it's a lot of this.
1: Yeah, go for it. I think, I mean, this definitely happened in my high school as well with the whole powder puff incident. Totally. Yeah. That where there, all the, I was, I went to the high school where there was this huge scandal when H- the, it was a hazing incident. Yeah, it was, it was, it was international. The, it, everyone, it went
2: international. It went, you know, it, and this is like a long time ago, but uh, it was involving. All God. the older women. Older women beating up the younger ones. And uh yeah. it was
1: crazy. Totally. And it, and it was like a hazing thing. Anyway, go on. So this happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this was how, hap- you know, these types of dynamics were happening and I was in this unique position to notice them without having to participate on any side. Um and I think that in combination with just having like dated men in high school who were boys and like silly um, I got to college and I, I was like, okay, I know, I know I'm straight. I know I like men. I'm attracted to men, but I'm like, at the same time, so sick of patriarchal systems and feeling trapped in them. Um, and I was just really happy to find people in at Stanford and in college who were um, doing their own thing. And a lot of time, a lot of the time those happen to be people who are in the LGBTQ community. So um, I found a, a kind of like a nice space for myself in these queer communities. Um, and I I was always at the LGBT center because my friends were, and then they had a, you know, part-time job for me there. So I started doing some work there. I lived in um, a queer a queer skewing house on campus called Tara. Um, so yeah, that's what I was involved in there. And I, and it just gave me, I, I think like when you're a woman and you're sex positive, because I, I mean, I, I am kind of letting off that I am in these conversations, but I am and I have been for a really long time. I think it has to do with like the way my mother raised me talking about sex um and, Yahoo. and- Yay, yeah who yeah ma'am yeah definitely um i think that when you're a woman and you're sex positive and you're willing to talk about it and be open with people about it you automatically sort shed some you know you won't be friends with certain types of people so like the frat culture never did anything for me i just like never felt that i fit in in it um or frat and whatever whatever the girls one is sorority. Oh mm-hmm. my god, it I'm wild. Yeah, since that you graduated. Yeah, that place. When that, those places were just really not for me. Um, and yeah. So Where are kinda, you now? Are you in? Are you involved with someone right now? Um, right now, no.
1: How How did okay? First of, all, I'm wondering how you look back at this experience, like in your whole history. What does this seem like to you? The experience we had together.
0: Sleeping with you. Um... Well, not (laughs)
1: technically sleeping with me, but...
0: (laughs) Definitely not sleeping. The whole (laughs) whole experience, like the whole big experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, not sleeping, right. Getting up with you. Um, I think it was a really fun one-night stand that could have been like more than a fun one-night stand, but... Um, because of the circumstances, it's now, it's now like a really funny story that I
2: hold in my back pocket and like a lot. It's (laughs) awesome. I still, I literally just the other night talked to the guy that I lost my virginity to and said, this could have gone so much the other way. And I'm so glad that it went the way it did because it really changes your whole perspective. If you really enjoy sex from a young age it it molds how you are as a human being. It's so it's funny because it really has, you know, you although you had bad experiences, so somewhere along the line you you enjoyed it. When you yeah, said Yeah, no, I
0: think I always enjoyed it. I think that like the thing that well, I got to, when I got to college I was really like anti I just hated I was like I don't want to have to date straight men. This sucks that I'm I am condemned to this fate. <laughs> um <laughs> but like, of course, later you figure out that they're not all that bad. And then they also they grow up.
2: It's I think they mature at some straight, point.
0: Yeah, I think straight men in like under 20 are just not normally in a great headspace and need a few life experiences to make them hang out a bowl with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they need a, they need a few girls in their life.
2: That's what totally. they need. I need a few Amanda's yeah. in their life. So I I
1: want to uh, sh- confess there was a moment that I didn't know if I was going to share this with you because it was it's so ignorant it, I'm so ashamed of it during the actual ha- having sex with you and Bob, you kind of this is interesting that you asked who led the the charge with this okay so we're hooking up and I'm trying to like I, I'm trying to put 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 together all the things that I knew about you and. At the same time, I had just read Tucker Max's book, which is which is talking <laughs> about uh, they do they appear? Yeah. At <laughs> yeah, which is very uh, not a huge mom loves the book. I think it's a little misogynistic and stupid. Anyway, Hilarious He talks about his the shame he experienced when he realized he had sex with a, a trans woman. So discovering after the fact, and then I'm yeah. I, I'm putting together during sex that you You were part of Tara, and I'm like, and then there was like a moment where I was like, oh my God, what if I and what if I was in the same situation as Tucker Max, and she's yeah. actually a man that trans that like uh transitioned into being a woman. How would I feel about Plus that Plus, I'm
0: like more, I'm like a little more aggressive sexually or
1: yeah and so so yeah in a moment there was a moment where this occurred to me and I immediately went flaccid and you go, you go, what, what happened? Why are you taking the lead? I didn't want to say, oh, because I thought for a second, you might be a man that transitioned into a woman. Uh So I was like, oh, mind, And I had to like blow by that. But that it's, it is looking back on that. It is so crazy that I was so ignorant to, to like, all of this all of these different worlds and like just putting piecing together all of this the little information i had like why would i couldn't imagine why a straight woman would be part of this lgbt lgbt community it, uh, is,
2: it is it's unusual though it is to be you know as involved it's just it's just unusual i
1: don't know i think today it's i don't think it's that unusual in fact the I've dated another girl for a long time that was also involved in the LGBT community. So maybe, maybe this is something that I like.
2: And, and you also are attracted to lesbians.
1: <laughs> yes. I, th- I do think I'm, I am attracted to more, uh, you know, do- dominant, aggressive, independent women. And so that can often, you know, blur into like maybe they, they would be uh, involved in this type of community that would be outspoken about feminist rights and things like that. So, right.
2: you you just, like, uh, you just like cougar-esque women, that's
1: all. Yes. <laughs> Mother, it gets weird when you start putting... Yes, it's weird. The whole okay. Oedipus right. Forget complex that. You, thing. Like, I don't like this.
2: Confi- Forget but. that. I'm talking about confident, independent, sort <laughs> of.
1: Yes. Well, I think... Is 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 there any other stories that you wanted to share about your experimenting? Did you ever experiment with your own sexuality oh. and orientation?
0: Um, I, when I, you know, when freshman ish year, when I was like, Oh, I don't want to date straight men. They're a bummer. I started thinking about dating women. And my roommate, that same roommate who had given you the misinformation, she was like, Amanda, you're just not gay. And she's pan, she was a um she identified as like pansexual at that time. So she's like, just stop. Like you're not
2: gay. It's not going to happen for you. I'm like come <laughs> on, it might happen. So I, I Wait, on so okay you wanted Amanda, you wanted to be gay at that time and you, and you just couldn't convince yeah, yourself to be Yeah, I definitely
0: I definitely wanted to like experiment. Um and I had I remember I set up an OK Cupid date with a woman who was really cool. She and I went and like grabbed drinks. We got pink cocktails and like shared french fries and decided to be friends. And we're still kind of friends, <laughs> but nothing happened. Oh, wow! So I, I don't think I'd ever like you know count it out, I, it's not off the table, or but um, yeah, I haven't ended up dating women,
1: no, oh, wow. You have such an open perspective, like so much so that it's like counter to what most people are afraid that they're going to discover that they're gay. You're afraid or you're like upset that you're not gay. Yeah,
2: she wants to try that side.
1: Yeah, that's I think that's awesome. That's
2: very cool. Howard Stern, just the other day I was listening, he said in his in his mind, because he's, you know, from an old school way of thinking, I think, but he's in his mind, you're either gay or straight. He's like, there's no in between. It's foolish as fuck. I know. That's his. his
0: Yeah. All you have to do is talk to people to figure out that's not true. Talk to
2: people. Talk to people.
0: That's exactly
2: (laughs) what his sidekick. It's just like
0: so many gay people, queer people everywhere and people. There were some women um, in a friend, you know, a friend group of my parents that met as adults. They had been, they had only been with men and they met as like, Fifty-year-old women, or something, and fell in love. Oh, yeah, and like there's just such a it's there's such a spectrum
2: of of alternative lifestyles and then polyamory and everything else. So it it just I don't think that he's right, but I just thought I'd mention that I was I was listening to the radio
1: and heard that. Mom, you're also a believer in the spectrum. Listening to Howard Stern. Uh, What was was that?
0: Listening to Howard Stern. Somehow I don't peg you as a.
2: I am like Stern. Full, I'm full of contradictions.
1: Yeah, I
2: adore, <laughs> I adore Howard Stern. I love listening to Howard Stern because he says whatever's on his mind, and it, I may not agree with his his ideas, but I love someone that's very upfront with how you know what their thoughts are, and that's how I am. I would love to be the female Howard Stern, with with a little more liberal slant. Uh,
1: speaking of speaking, well, this is this is. I was nervous about this conversation, uh, and I'm very happy we had it. Uh, It is interesting. I wonder, it's also, I guess it's interesting to me that we were vocal about how this might affect our relationship moving forward. Like if you did move down to LA, because that's, it's uncommon for me to have those conversations so openly with someone that I could potentially have something with in the future. Are You trying to yeah. you trying to beat around the bush that you are interested in seeing her? Well, I'm just saying to express <laughs> that to, to exp- I I would be open to it and to express that interest it was is that's a big move for me. It doesn't seem to have faced no, you whatsoever. Job. No, no,
2: I
0: was gonna say, I was going she to say that sure. um yeah I wanted to do this. I kind of would have preferred to have done it in person because well I think in person meetings are always better. But I was like, what if I think he's cute? Still, that's She's it. Round
1: two. There <laughs> you yeah. I'll Kat- let you know <laughs> next
0: time I'm in LA. Yeah, let me know next
1: time you're in LA. Uh, I, I, yes, I'll can leave I, it at that. Just do me a favor.
2: Go to Costco. Get the jumbo forty. Pack oh, I'm for not
1: Christmas. making this mistake ever again. That was. <laughs> oh it, it was a fun night, but that was that that the repercussions were just too dire. For the, they were not worth it necessarily <laughs> to do it again. Okay. Well. That I think that's all I want to cover. Mother, do you have any questions?
2: I just want to say thank you for doing this interview because that was such a, a just so funny to hear his side, her side, his side, her side. It made <laughs> me laugh so much. And you really are an incredibly chill person. I love your attitude and I like your whole sex positiveness. This is like right up my alley. Here she goes, trying to make you're thank just you like a, young, a young version of me, thank which you. I love.
0: I was going to say, you're a trailblazer. I like the one episode. Now I can listen to more episodes because I don't have this fear around your podcast. What
1: if you find out Um, that all the episodes we just talk about this one incident in
0: my life? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) This this night has been relived over and over again. That would be really scary. What were you going to say about the one Um,
2: that you listened to?
0: Oh yeah, the one I had heard, the one podcast that I listened to, I was just like very impressed by your guys' sex positivity and the way you,
2: yeah, the way you're bringing it to a lot of people. I think it's really cool. It's it's evident that there's so much misinformation out there the, in college, yeah. especially that age group. I mean, it's amazing because I had crazy like stories like that, that I went through when I was in college and it just, it it's just crazy that anybody ends up being normal in the end, <laughs> yeah. unfazed. I mean, yeah. there's just just so many people have just so much misinformation. Yeah. So it's good to know that, you know, there's something out there that they could listen to to maybe get some good information.
1: We always end our Definitely. show. Do you, Well, first of all, do you have any questions for us, Amanda? I don't. Okay. We end our show by saying, by asking, if you have ever walked in on a parent or if a parent has walked in on you. Having sex. Having sex.
0: Um I walked in on a par- on my parents having sex in high school. And my friends were waiting for me outside in the car <laughs> and we like, jumped in the car and listened and my girlfriend turned on um Mariah Carey Shake It Off and we like danced and danced it off. Well, how did you feel? How did you okay, feel? Okay, I turned out fine. <laughs> were, were you, freak, were, you were freaked out or no? No. I mean, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to see that. I'm running away, but <laughs> it was fine. And, had and I, had, I think I was telling, I was like, hey, I'm going to go out for tonight. And normally they want to know like where and with whom and blah, like, blah, blah. They were like, okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> 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 <I'm> like,
1: <"Woo-hoo." laughs> and had they ever walked in on you? No. No. Interesting.
2: Okay. I think she's she's smart enough about knowing,
1: knowing knowing her her uh, uh,
2: her view of sex. She's smart enough not to do it in her parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this story again. Thank
2: you. Thank you
1: so much. This thank you,
0: fun. guys. It was, it was great to most...
1: clear there? I say it's one of my most yes. fun episodes
2: ever.
0: <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> i'll talk to you Glad soon it
2: was fun. <laughs> well i hope to see you in la yeah
0: yes all right bye, bye guys
2: bye. and that was our interview with amanda and if you guys are not peeing your pants i don't know what will make you pee was hilarious
1: i i was i was so nervous for this interview it's the only interview i actually have been nervous for
2: and it takes balls literally to to do this you definitely
1: shared everything every detail every emotion every physical ailment everything i think what was what i was nervous for actually was that i wouldn't give the story justice like it was such an event for me that i didn't know and i hadn't told it in years but apparently it was
2: also an event for her yeah i did tell it to every single close friend she had because well, it was such a funny funny story. I,
1: at the time, I had also shared it with a lot of friends, mainly because I was walking around with this banana hammock for my balls. <laughs> I mean, but but I, Honestly, it is probably more common than you think that
2: other people, because people on my YouTube show have written in that their penis actually got broken. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what happened, but I've heard these crazy it's stories. Penis injuries. Of penis, sure. Penis injuries. So that's kind of our, our question of the day. Yes,
1: what has been your craziest one-night stand? We want to know because this one could take the cake. So but... <laughs> send us your answers at sextalkpodcast at gmail.com.
2: But I just want to say something that, one, some of the, something that I thought was really fun and interesting is just hearing her perspective of that night and your perspective. She is so chill. So chill. And- and she's like, "Oh yeah, I just passed out and just woke up. Didn't really know where I was, but you know, figured it out by looking at the poster <laughs> on the wall. And it was in Cam's room. And it just, it, and she just is still chill. She was still cool about talking to you about like your future relationship,
1: which is very unusual. A little part of me is, is like kind of um, upset with myself. Not, I don't, I, I don't regret the experience whatsoever. But I do like now. I wouldn't have done that. Like if I knew that she was as drunk as she was." And I was as drunk as I, am, I was, I would not pursue a sexual encounter like that.
2: Are you kidding me? She, it sounds like she it still sounds like she did more of the aggression than you did. I don't know. It was a team effort. So why would you not pursue it? If you have someone who's obviously alert enough to to throw you up against the – who knows what was going on with the chairs breaking. I was –
1: you would have been – mom, you would have been impressed. I I, I was leading the charge. Right now, I'm going, that's my boy.
2: Apparently, (laughs) you were not leading the charge because she even said she
1: was leading the charge. No, I was leading the charge because she asked in the middle – hey, what happened? You were totally leading the charge and then oh, you stopped. Okay. And it was because I had thought she was a man at a certain point. <laughs> or, well, a transition, a a transition. woman. A yes. woman. okay. I don't know what you could possibly... See, that's where
2: College kids don't really know enough. I was to such
1: them. an idiot. I was yeah, such an idiot.
2: The, I mean, she has a vagina and
1: obviously she wasn't going through any transitions. Yes, I was a fucking moron. And just because she was... I mean, And plus, I have this anxious mind that's like trying to figure out all the possible ways I could have fucked up. Right. But anyway, I, you're this, you know, you're right. It does give me, usually, I don't get drunk and have like cr- crazy sexual encounters, but that, this is one of the most memorable nights of my life.
2: Right. And you know what? I love the fact that she was telling everybody, and later on in her life, when she's like, you know, my age, <laughs> and you're sitting around talking about your most fun college experience, she and you will be able to talk
1: about that. And so maybe I should be more open to these types of experiences now and in the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And maybe if, maybe that's... if
2: you do drink a little bit, you will last a little longer. Okay. Well, You're obviously getting... in
1: this situation, it didn't help. I, <laughs> I was just slingshotting condoms off my bit, my dick. <laughs> okay. And then, so... I, you know, the next day she goes, she goes, "Oh no, no!" On the call, on the on the follow up call where I told her to get tested, she goes, "Just out of curiosity, did we use condoms?" I just wanted to make sure. Oh my god! And she I was like, "Did just... hey, we use condoms? We used a whole fucking pack." A Costco-sized <laughs> pack of condoms. <laughs> but I do remember
2: that your your anxious, neurotic, insane call to me saying, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do. My balls are killing me." My my dick is like in size. I don't remember how big it was at that time. And you're, you're just freaking out about it. And I'm like, don't just calm down. I'm sure it has something to do with the trauma. It cannot just be that you develop like all kinds of STDs in like the matter of a few minutes. And then you'd have, I remember you talking about the
1: black lips too. Yeah. The black lips are a big, it was a big concern of mine as well. (laughs) I was like, well, how does that happen? I've never heard of that before. I've heard of STDs before. I've never heard of black (laughs) lips. What did I just do?
2: I can't take it anymore. We're going to have to sign off because this is just too funny, but we would love to hear back from you. And,
1: you know, obviously, if you really
2: like this episode, you should uh, go on iTunes and give a little review.
1: Okay. Also, send again, what's been your craziest one-night stand? Please send us your answers at sextalkpodcast at com, and we'll discuss it. Uh, it could be anonymous, uh, but it would be a great conversation piece in yeah, our next yeah. week's quickie. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. I love y'all. Bye. Bye. You're going to sing or what? Oh. And let me tell
2: you about (laughs) the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Bye-bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty.